Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. Yesterday, we're enjoying a nice Valentine's Day party here at the office. We put the parade on. Got a chance to watch them go, making their way to Union Station. Um, and then, of course, I leave, pick up my kid from school, go home, watch the rest of it. Uh, we can talk about what some of the guys said during if you want to, but we'll get to that in a minute. It concludes, I go and start doing chores with the boys running around and stuff, and I can hear in the TV what's going on, and then, you know, obviously witness what was a horrific tragedy in Kansas City yesterday, and then my phone doesn't stop ringing for the next three hours, because everyone assumed that I was in Kansas City, and I had to say no, 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 but then I started calling all my friends I knew that were there. Luckily, everyone that I do know that were there uh, weren't involved, thank God. Um, Prayers and thoughts going out to those that were, though. What is happening to us? This is just, to use the term unacceptable doesn't get it. This is behavior that is not us, and it continues. It's happened far too often. Once, once is far too often. And now you have this where you have a million, over a million people celebrating and kind of representing all of us, celebrating a very big victory, signal victory, the Chiefs, everybody's having a good time. And then it's taken away by a few Selfish, uh, I say that, uh, the police have not responded as to what the circumstances were, who's involved, or anything like this. But to have it taken away by a very few is completely beyond human comprehension. Mike, I'm, this has happened so often now, the, the country has to take, and I'm not, not rationalizing vigilanteism or anything like that, But I am saying that the laws of this country have got to present to the world situations that this doesn't go on in the United States. It's not tolerated. It is not accepted. And the only way you do that is with harsh punishment that comes almost immediately. Now, I know the trials, the legal system in this country is right there. It's to give everybody at least a fair chance. But did these people give anybody a fair chance? Did anybody who shoots randomly in crowds give anybody a fair chance? Hell no. Therefore, you treat them in the capacity in which they have perpetrated punishment on the public. I am so distraught at what we saw. It's taken away civil liberties from people gathering to have a good time, to celebrate. And then you have this to go on. Bro, I had my kid there with me last year. Yeah. Literally 30 yards from where that took place. Um, and there were apparently 11 children who were involved in this, too. The other the other harsh reality. Oh, dude, there are kids everywhere at that thing the last two times before this. It's un, it's unfathomable that someone would even think that. But here's the other harsh reality you said. This isn't something that's new. It happens all the time in this country. And that's the shame. It's which week is this and what city or what school is getting hit with another crazy lunatic with a gun. And it happens way too of often. Finding out instead of going to the root cause of why this is going on, instead you demonstrate to the world that this does not happen here. And that has not been demonstrated by our public, our judicial system, or anything else. You can't allow something like this to go on. It is it is not American. It is not us. It is not the vast majority of the people here. And yet you're allowing a few thugs to take it over and become the governing agency, so to speak, and uh, making people afraid, afraid to go out. It, it, it can't happen and can't be allowed to happen. 
It's all too common, and it just completely takes a day. I, I, I was sitting there, you know, obviously some of the players were, you know, really, really drunk, and for good reason. They worked their ass off all season. And I'm sitting there going, oh, God, why'd they give him the mic? You can see Mitch is just getting <laughs> frustrated, you know, and I'm laughing because they deserve it. It, it. Whether you agree with them and be celebrating or not, it's not your business. It's their life. They can do what they want, and they earned it to do that on one day. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is crazy. This is this is like a dream come true. I can't believe it. And then just to turn it in a 180 immediately. And now that's all we're ever going to think about on that day. Yep. To, because of because of some selfish yes. individuals but the, the like I said the fact of the matter is this is happening way too damn often in our country your and that's celebration a huge and the memory of your celebration has just been jaded by yeah. a few people it's it's very unfortunate again prayers and thoughts anything and everything we can do to those affected by this tragedy in Kansas City we're thinking about you um, the whole kingdom is so before the horrific tragedy occurred in Kansas City yesterday a uh, few things happened. First, and personally, I think my favorite thing is Coach Spag signed an extension, so that's great. But then Chris Jones's agents must be freaking throwing tables and chairs because he says, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. So we'll see. Yeah. He could have been the alcohol, but uh, there was a lot of, lot of uh, tongue-in-cheek stuff happening on that stage. Is there a today. question to your statement? <laughs> no, I just think it's interesting. That is what happened. Jones did say he's coming back, and I think he probably means this because he does want to play. He has said, I want to be with the Chiefs. I want to be a three-peat. But keep in mind, that's the euphoria of the celebration that's going on there. That is the reality of how much he's going to be paid and how much the Chiefs can afford. And I think they probably can with some kind of creative mathematics that Mr. Veach has come up with in the past. He's not the only one, though. There are others, and Legarius Sneed is included in that deal. His name was never mentioned. He's a key as well. But you're right about Spagnolo. He has been signed to an extension. That's a very big deal. He's a pretty doggone good defensive coach. Probably needs to be a head coach somewhere along the line, as does our friend Mr. Bienemy, who apparently is wandering out in the state of unemployment at the moment. But he'll get a job somewhere. Nonetheless, there was some good news on otherwise a tragic day in Kansas City. Absolutely. Again, we are thinking about you and all those affected by this horrific thing that should never happen in our country. Basketball Bears on the road last night. They still have a little bit of a chance left to prove something. Did they do it? No, they did not. They fell behind at the start of the game 14 to nothing. This is typical Murray State. They get off on these huge streaks and then kind of fall back into oh, a state of somnolence, so to speak. The Bears were able to catch up and, in fact, take the lead at halftime by one point. But down the stretch, this Murray State team is really streaky. They had four guys in double figures last night and shot Mike this <laughs> this is this is incredible 54% for the game but 75% in the second half they made almost all their shots and when you take a look at the categorical level of that scoring 48 points in the paint that means they were driving in for layups they were scoring underneath and the Bears defense was fractured by this kind of attack Bears didn't play badly at all <clears throat> in fact <clears throat> In fact, could have, had they maintained some consistency, could have come up with a win. But it didn't. Murray State 82, the Bears 72. That 75% shooting in the second half by Murray State was the key. The Bears have to tighten up on their defense. That's nine losses in the conference now, and that puts them into the puts them into the play-in round. The play-in round doesn't have quite the same connotation that it used to. It, it was four teams, now it's eight that play there. 
and four who get buys. But the fact is, that's four games in four days, and that's a tough way to go. Yeah, especially down the stretch. Um, last but not least, uh, what do we got on the agenda today? Well, Drury's teams have a doubleheader over the O'Reilly Family Event Center. They'll play Missouri-St. Louis. This is the night that Caitlin Clark of Iowa goes for the all-time women's scoring championship in Division One basketball. She only needs eight points, and Iowa plays Michigan. Iowa should win big. They have a sellout. They always have a sellout when she plays, so this will be a whole lot of fun. Tiger Woods will tee it up today in the Genesis Open, his first time in a PGA event in almost a year. He did play in the Masters last year, but didn't make it through. And indeed, here's Tiger Woods thinking he can come back again. This is a tournament that he is the host, but the fact is that all the big names are playing, and the the pot, the purse, is $20 million. The prize winner will walk off with the first prize with almost $4 million. That's a pretty big payday. But Tiger Woods is playing. And the pole position at Daytona was decided last night for the race on Sunday. They have a special event just to get the pole. Then tonight they have the twin qualifying mm-hmm. races. But the pole goes to Joey Logano, who got it, got the rested away from Michael McDowell, who will also start on the front row. But that's the front row for Daytona. There's now the rest of the field, and that'll be decided tonight. It'll be a lot of fun. It's just one weekend after another, Ned. You have a great day, and I will see you manana.